0: Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, it's your boy, Stevie Jobber. And it's your boy, Dangerous Duke. And welcome back to the Dangerous Jobber's podcast, putting wrestling over one podcast at a time. hmm This is episode 114. 114. Second episode of the new year. Yes, sir. And if you're listening for the first time, Duke, tell them where they can find us.
1: Well, if you're listening for the first time, you can listen to us on all podcasting platforms, Spotify, uh, Google Podcasts, Anchor. You can listen to us on YouTube. You can go to the website and check us out, dangerousjobberswebsite.com. Twitter, you can check us out too, at Dangerous Jobber. And then on Instagram as well, at the Dangerous Jobbers Podcast. Pretty much any platform you can think of, you can find us on there. Hey, you might you might even be able to find us on MySpace at this point.
0: <laughs> if we go back far enough. Exactly. I'm sure you will. Yo, if you are here for the first time, we start traditionally with the wrestler of the pod, who is provided this week by Dangerous
1: Duke. Oh, me? Yes, you, you, sir. Yes. Okay, let me not screw this up. Okay. So, the wrestler of the pod this week, it just so happens to be a former referee. Uh Uh-oh. All right. So this was a referee who said, you know what? I'm jumping to the other side. I want to wrestle now. We have a former New Texas pro women's champion, a former DPW women's champ, a former stablemate of former wrestler of the pod, Will Day. Okay. And just so happens to be PWI's 106th ranked woman of 2022. Let's go. From reality of wrestling, Rachelle Rose. Okay, Rachelle. Had to throw her in there, man. Hasn't been wrestling for too long, I think since like 2019. Okay. She worked, worked with Will all day, had a couple matches on AEW Dark. Pretty decent resume for somebody who's only been wrestling for about like three, four years now. Yeah, so, man. If you haven't checked out Rachelle Rose, make sure you go check her out over at Reality of Wrestling in the Booker T camp.
0: Hello. Another one for Booker T.
1: Mm-hmm. All right, guys.
0: Uh, we're starting with AEW this week. There wasn't much news, but I, I pointed out all the really good things. And we're going to end on something um, Duke and I recently found out that's pretty interesting and record-breaking. Yep. But before we get to that, the first thing for AEW, I want to talk about our boy Adam Cole returning. Mm-hmm. Adam Cole came back to end Dynamite. I don't know if he ended Dynamite, but he came, he came back on Dynamite. And I should have known from Tony Schiavone's introduction because he said he had no pleasure in introducing this next person, and it was Adam Cole. <laughs> and he gave this kind of reverse retire speech where he started with all the conflict he went through and everything that was wrong with him and some really heartbreaking points, like waking up in the middle of the night and having to pace around and not knowing what's wrong with him. Mm-hmm. And he ended with, um, I have good news and I have bad news. The good news was that he was um he's okay and that even though he was gone and he didn't put anything out he still had this huge fan base covering him and the bad news was for the locker room because adam cole is back baby a bay so my question duke is are you ready for story time with adam cole baby
1: look I cannot get enough story time with Adam Cole all right I've been I've been he's been one of the people that since they've been hurt I've been missing and it's crazy to say because he hasn't really done much in AEW but he's just one of them people that you can't like not miss he's done so many great things from his time when he was in New Japan Ring of Honor and then when he was in NXT he's just one of them people that you need to watch he's They make fun of him because he's short. He's not six foot, but the dude's got a six foot attitude. He's got a six foot in ring ability. Like he can go. He's one of them people you need in the ring for you every week. And I'm just glad he's back. I, I can't complain. I need more story time with Adam Cole.
0: Yeah. I love Adam Cole coming back. He did so little and we weren't really sure when he was coming back. If he was coming back, I'm glad to see he's back. And hopefully he can get in a more prominent role now that he's um, back full-time and it seems like he's very committed to finding what the next thing to do is and he's he's ready to step all the way into it. And I always thought of him as a main eventer. Mm-hmm. He's just got to get to a place now where they can come up with a plan to make that possible. Because we know Adam is good enough to hold main event, but it's also even better as a staple in the mid card because he's so dependable and he can put anybody over and beat anybody. Mm -hmm. So wherever he can find himself on the card, um, it's just a matter of planning. And if they know
1: what to do from here. Yeah, I agree. I wouldn't, I wouldn't be surprised if they did either one of two things, either put him in the TNT title picture or when ROH gets their TV stuff rolling and they get their own show and all this good stuff, I wouldn't be surprised to see him right there in a feud with Claudio for the world title.
0: I could definitely see that, too. I think that'd that a pretty, would be pretty pretty awesome. I think that would be a pretty good banger right there. Absolutely. And Adam can put it on with anybody. Mm-hmm. That's another good thing, too. You, there's so many Adam Cole matches we didn't get to see because he got injured so soon after he came. So yeah. that'll be that'll be really cool to see. Um, do we have any opinions about the elite actually winning the trios championships? Did you think they would win? I mean, I didn't I go hold you guys. I was kind of over the elite versus the death triangle by match one. Um and I'm gonna if I face backlash for that, that's fine. But I just I'd seen them too many times together and it became like yes everything they're going to do is amazing but it almost looks like I'm I'm watching a circus act and it, it, it does it, doesn't it's a turn off it's too it's it doesn't feel like story building it just feels like acrobatics
1: it feels like it's like they're trying too hard
0: like they're doing too much right there's just too much there's just too much going on and it's so much you don't have time to take it all in and it's you know it's hit after hit after hit after hit which is great one time
1: Mm -hmm.
0: maybe two times and if it's the right combination of people three times but not too many times after that Can you perform the same story or lack thereof so many times and expect different results? Like, I wasn't just going to watch a hardcore flip fest. Like, I just wasn't going to do it.
1: I'll tell you one thing. It kind of reminds me, and I've I've kind of gotten this feeling with the Elite and the Bucks, for that matter. It reminds me of, I forget the exact pay-per-view it was, but when the Bucks fought... um, Phoenix and was it Phoenix and Penta when they had that like hardcore Hell in the Cell style match or whatever? I feel like that was Penta.
0: If it wasn't Penta, it might have been. It might have been Kingston because I know it wasn't Pac.
1: No, it it was it, it was Kenton. It was Kenton and Phoenix, and it was, it was when oh. they when they had like the thumbtacks on the boots and they did the super kicks. Yeah, yes, yes. It, like it was just it was too much. Like you could tell you guys were just trying too yeah. hard. Like it was amazing. Like no one's
0: no one's knocking your athletic ability. It's tremendous, yeah. but there's only so many times that
1: you can do the flippy, spinny, hardcore spots
0: there's only so many times you can do so many amazing things in a row to the to the it it'll just get stale like what's and and
1: that that's kind of what you go you know that's kind of what leads me to believe that Dave Meltzer has the elite in his mouth right now because it's for him anything they do is five star six star six and a half star Mm -hmm. it's Mm -hmm. not it's it's just it's over the top everything they do it's like at the at the point to where it becomes so much that it just dilutes the match like it, you you have a five-star match but you do so much flippy spinny hardcore spots that it just takes it down to like a three yes
0: and i just feel like i feel like they can do better mm-hmm. and they it's i don't know if I don't know. It's like they refuse. I mm-hmm. I mean, I think their they're, they're only innovation would be, how do we make it edgier? But that's like the only outside step they take to the story. Because mm-hmm. it's still just kind of a spot fest. And I know they can do better.
1: Yeah. I just
0: know they can do better. Mm-hmm. Because I've seen Penta and I've seen uh, phoenix and lucha underground i've seen them have extremely acrobatic matches but have a story have a pace have a feeling yeah. mm-hmm. there's no there's no thing to th- it's just they're not even hitting
1: th- each other again yeah. and again and i don't even think that's on pence i just, Phoenix. i think that's more on the elite than anything because that's all the elite can really do let's see and that's that's the elephant. that 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 might be my hot take. I I, I that's might the people, in the I, room. I might offend people by saying that, but I think that's all the elite is really good for.
0: If someone would like to come on and have an open discussion about it, I'm willing to back Duke for a 2 on 2. I disagree. Yeah, like I mean but I as, will side with you, Duke. I think at this point and I'm I think Kenny can be above it. Mm-hmm. But I think the Bucks um more so than Kenny are spot monkeys. There's yeah. not a lot of storytelling. It's a whole lot of spots. Mm-hmm. And yes, they're amazing, but that's not the only way to tell a story. And it's not really storytelling to be honest.
1: It's not. and there's been there's been other people in the business who've been labeled as spot monkeys, like, but they've also been able to tell stories like the Hardys would probably be the prime example mm-hmm. yeah the Hardys were spot monkeys that 90 percent of their respective careers but when it came time to tell a story they could really tell a story absolutely jeff and taker jeff and punk jeff and edge matt and edge broken matt hardy like oh my god there's yeah. been times where they can really actually tell a story so
0: it's it's just not the same. And even if you want to go new era, like the first people they call Spot Monkeys for their like amazing flippy match was um, Osprey and Ricochet. Yeah. But they both told stories. If you look in Lucha Underground, Prince Puma told stories all the time. If you look at, excuse I'm me, gonna... if you look at Will Osprey, all that man does is tell stories now. Yeah, it's not so much acrobatics, it's almost he almost does that stuff out of anger, so it's used in story whenever he does something airily amazing. Yeah, so I mean, it, if anyone would like to have an open discussion, but I, I agree with you, dude, it's just too much of a spot fest for me.
1: Yeah, I, I'm in the same boat,
0: but I'm and it, it almost disappoints me that they won the belt, but because I, I honestly part of me was very much hoping that they would put the trio's titles over and then they would kind of go their separate ways but that was definitely not happening that you know you know how
1: you know how they do
0: yeah but let's end on people we don't want to leave um do tell me about this tremendous uh record-breaking um achievement by jade
1: cardgill Yeah, and this is actually something that really excites me, and it's something I was hoping would happen. Um, So a lot of you guys know, if you follow AEW or you follow the podcast, one thing that's been a constant, Jade Cargill's been running a rough shot all through AEW's women's division. Mm -hmm. And now she just took it a step further because recently she just passed Haikaru Shida's record for the longest reigning AEW champion, throughout the company not just in the women's division throughout the entire company Mm -hmm. for the men for everyone and i think that just that speaks volumes for jade cargill's ability and how much she's improved since AEW first started Mm
0: -hmm.
1: she's been she was one of the first women that they got in there if i'm not mistaken and when she first started you could obviously see she was new to this but she had the look she had the potential they built her the right way Mm -hmm. training promoing all that good stuff now you got the longest reigning champion in your company's history and i believe she's still undefeated right isn't she like 48 Absolutely. and zero as the champion yes sir she's starting to get that goldberg streak about her and i would
0: like her to beat
1: goldberg streak and i not am all, all that. for good i was gonna say not only that her matches they're entertaining they're for the most part it's not like she's completely dismantling everyone there's been some matches where she had to hang in there and do some do some work. Mm-hmm. So they're actually doing this the right way. They're made they made her a monster, but not a completely invincible monster.
0: And she's getting better every day. Yes. Which is exactly what you want. Just absorbing everything. So she's not gonna be Goldberg. No. By the time she's done, she'll be closer to Braun Breaker. Yeah, exactly. So this is ultimately what you want. I wanted to. I wanted to be Goldberg's thing. I want her to be, you know, tenth wonder of the world. If they build it right, you know,
1: because
0: mm-hmm. she's that. She's like that. She's like a freaking, you know, she's like a one of those Amazon. Yeah. So it's 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 amazing to see her, uh, just do her thing and continue to get better. Mm-hmm. I'm almost mad the baddies broke up because that ruins my uh, planned out fantasy. Mandy Rose story where she takes over the baddies but it's wild. you never know you,
1: you you might get a part two one day yeah yeah you never know you never know
0: but moving on to other fantastic things over this past week um impact has had it's hard to kill pay-per-view mm-hmm. and i watched most of it through youtube which they encourage do not laugh at me um, I did not know how much it was on fight and I don't think I had the time to watch it. <laughs> so, but I did, I did watch most of it through YouTube. So I got all the results because I care about impact and I can watch it weekly now. So I'm invested because I've heard multiple podcasts. Say it's the best written show on TV and no one cares, <laughs> but it's consistently um, the best show on TV.
1: So I have to start giving impact its attention. Oh, so so that that's a take from you now. Impact is the best thing on TV. I
0: I cannot stand by that because I haven't religiously started oh, okay. watching
1: it. Okay, okay, but
0: that is the word on the street. That is consistently the the better of the shows. Hmm. So I I have to invest time in that now. Okay. But onto the impact hard to kill uh, results. I'm not going to go through all of them. I'm going to go through the main points, the things that matter. Yep. First off, the Motor City Machine Guns retain. As they should. That is great. That is perfect. All things are how they are supposed to be. The real story, as they were celebrating, Kaz has come back to Impact Wrestling. He uh, asked for his release from AEW and is now full-time Impact. Because okay. he wants to be more in the mix in his later years. And he felt like impact was the better place to do that. And the AEW roster was just too massive for him to find his place to consistently be in there. And who would disagree?
1: You know what? You can't get mad at that. That That's a man that wants to take a bet on himself mm-hmm. and try to be something. Exactly. You got like, you don't know where you can go if you don't take yourself there. And he's taking the necessary steps. I respect the move. I, I, And I agree with him. The impact roster is too stacked. It's too big. It's too wide. Somebody like him is definitely going to get lost in the shuffle. Mm-hmm. So I have no gripes with it. Go ahead, Big Cass. Do your thing. Let's do see if you thing, can man. become a world champion. I like it. I dig
0: it. If I would, Shelly's getting title shots, Kaz can definitely get a title shot. Mm-hmm. especially since bully ray just main evented hard to kill that part who who would have thought who and apparently they had a consistently good storyline that will lead to a topic we will talk about later mm-hmm. but kaz has returned on to uh, another person returning to the main event masha slamovich won the number one contendership She is back in the title picture
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Because I mean, we knew this. We knew this. You know, it just—it's not over until Masha get that goal. That's—that's that's just what it is.
1: That kind of scares me a little bit.
0: It's—it's it's just what it is. But a change in pace is we—we we ended up wrong on the Jordan Grace Mickey James take we because. Did mickey james has beaten jordan grace duke what happened
1: that's why it scares me now what happened how did this happen because if she's still on this flare ride where it's like when i lose my career is over that scares me man if masha's number one contender that scares me is is
0: the first wrestler the five gonna be the one to retire mickey james
1: one of the greatest female talents of the last 20 years maybe maybe impact impact. is putting on the best (laughs) maybe impact is putting on the best we uh, should write for
0: impact we might be the writers of impact oh my i don't know i just said i wasn't watching but maybe that's because i'm in the writing room because i mean who else could have called this yeah Me, I call (laughs) not to be that guy, but I mean, hey, come on, man. Come on, man.
1: It's it's possible. This is crazy. It's interesting. Like, it has us on the edge of our seats just talking about it because Masha was undefeated before Jordan Grace. Mm -hmm. So,
0: yeah, I mean, and they went through a lot. Because they didn't just fight one, well, they fought a couple times, and I think they ended in like a, a st- crazy street fight, mm-hmm. which is also Marcious element. Yeah. <laughs> they ended that feud in a crazy street fight, and now she's number one contender again. Is it just that they didn't want her to beat Jordan Grace?
1: But they Maybe. still want her to be
0: is she gonna be transitional champ?
1: Maybe there's been an end game all along.
0: Man,
1: this is crazy.
0: This is I I'm I'm definitely we gotta get the way we got Alex Shelley before before his his world championship. We gotta we gotta try and get Masha mm-hmm. before before she challenges Mickey James because that would just be full circle for all of us.
1: Yeah, that would that would be a full circle
0: moment. <laughs> Um, But that's amazing. But probably the craziest thing that happened that night, the thing we're going to end on, is we had another first appearance, I think, by Mm -hmm. the new director of authority. Yep. Santino Morella. So circle back real quick. The reason the Bully Ray story went so well is because it started with Bully Ray having this nice Impact Homecoming to be a new change man, mm-hmm. and then what nobody could have predicted, except for us, because we know Bully Ray. Yeah, he did not change. He did not turn a new leaf. He is still a dick. And <laughs> dick, <laughs> and he ends up taking longtime friend Scott Demore, and like injuring his shoulder and putting him out.
1: Mm -hmm.
0: so now the new director of authority is Santino morella
1: yeah um not everyone's first thought for an authoritative figure no not at all maybe not everyone's second pick i don't even know who's my third pick yeah so i will say this i was i was it's a good and bad for me okay It's a good because it's Santino Morella. Yes. It's a bad because it's Santino Morella. (laughs) And I mean that in the most positive way possible. But I'm I'm okay with it just so long as we don't get him in the ring. Mm.
0: No Santino in the ring.
1: I'm not saying he's a bad wrestler okay not I'm not saying that at all I'm just not invested in seeing Santino in a ring no. right now at any capacity
0: okay real quick <clears throat> Rank him, uh uh um from order you'd want to see him back in the ring okay Santino morello mm-hmm uh scrap daddy Adam Pierce and
1: Rick flair That's actually a little bit easier than you think. So, number three, Ric Flair, get the hell out the ring. Don't come back. Just <laughs> keep keep your robe, keep your boots hung up. Don't come back. Ric Flair is bottom of the list. Yes, yeah, Ric Flair is number three. Okay. Number two is Santino. Number one is Scrab Daddy. Scrab Daddy, just because we've never seen Scrab Daddy wrestle in a ring and no. WWE. No, I haven't. So, if he's got to come back to a ring, Come back to a WWE ring. Get get your one match in WWE. Uh, I I will watch a Scrap Daddy Iron Pierce match before I watch a Santino match in Impact. All right, all right. So
0: bonus that, round, bonus round. Nigel McGinnis above or below Adam Pierce?
1: Below. Oh, okay. All right. all right. Adam Pierce is still number one. All right. Well, so it, it, for that it'd be Pierce. Um, Pierce McGinnis Santino Ric Flair Rick Flair stay home, Rick. Yes, this Rick, just stay home.
0: All right, <laughs> great to Santino's back. Don't put him in
1: the ring. Yeah, authority figure, just because he's comedic as hell, I would love to see it. Yeah, but just no in ring. All right, tell me about
0: what the turn of Sasha Banks's or Mercedes Monet. I believe it's money, not Monet.
1: Yeah, it's it's money. It's money. Yeah. So apparently she's, according to the rumor mill now, this is yeah. just rumors, but they might have some merit to them because multiple sources are talking about it. She's having some heat right now with New Japan Brass backstage because people have been believing, or it's been the belief that Sasha's been promoting groups that are not affiliated with new japan they're affiliated with other japanese companies that rival new japan like it's groups like the sendai girls and um i don't even know what the i'm trying to see what the actual wording is for this acronym uh the tokyo joshi joshi pro wrestling so tjpw she's been promoting that side of the japanese wrestling scene as opposed to the new japan side and that's rubbing a lot of the impact uh, not the impact that's rubbing a lot of the new japan staff the wrong way because she's promoting the other side more than more than she's promoting the new japan stuff
0: so what you're telling me is mercedes is having
1: trouble with management Haven't we, seen, I I feel like, I, I don't, have we seen this before? Is this still 2023? Are we, are we back in time? I thought this was like 2017, 2018. Like if, if we're hearing Mercedes is having trouble with management. Man.
0: Empowering other women, lands you in trouble. I've heard this one before. All right. So... <laughs> I'm, I don't know, man. Like, what I, do you what do you want? Like, so you I, couldn't pull her aside and be like, "Hey, I noticed you've been such and such. Do you mind if you just make sure you throw our girls in there too?" You know.
1: Yeah, I think that's what it is. I think this was just a. I think this is one of those mishappenstances. Yeah. If, that, if that's a thing you could say. Yeah. Um, I think her intentions were in the right place. Yes. But the Japanese wrestling scene is sensitive. way different. It's sensitive. sensitive. It's different. But I feel like that's also something you got to study up on. Yes. Like if, yes. You're, like, if you're a Japanese, if you're a guy from New Japan, like, say you're Nakamura and you're coming over, the year's 2016, never wrestled in America before, you're coming to the American scene with WWE, you're not going to say you want to wrestle guys like, I don't know, let's see. You're not going to say you want to wrestle guys like Moose mm. or Josh Alexander. Mm-hmm. Might sound good because you're promoting you're promoting wrestlers that you want to wrestle, but, but the for the complete things, opposite company, exactly. So I think that's what it is. I feel like it was just a miscommunication between Sasha and New Japan or Mercedes and New Japan. Yeah, and they just got to work on that. It's it's a, it's a whole different game now. Yeah.
0: I understand where New Japan is coming from, but the, you can't be so sensitive. I mean, she is new to this,
1: Mm-hmm.
0: and I do understand you brought her here solely for the purpose of increasing your women's division that you kind of didn't have faith in for mm-hmm. years. But you gotta, you know, growing pains.
1: Yeah, Maybe and it's it, it's a it's a thing for both sides, you know, and exactly. Sasha and Mercedes. Girl, they just they just gave you a bag. So the least you could do yeah, is yeah, at, yeah. at least She's, study up a little bit, you know? Right.
0: It's it's wrong if they're taking it too harshly, but in their defense, she should know that they gave her the bag to carry the division, to be mm-hmm. the face of the division. So maybe don't shine so much spotlight on other
1: divisions. Yeah. At least shine the light on your division before you shine the light exactly. to the rest of Japan. Exactly.
0: They brought you here like you're supposed to be the rock.
1: Mm-hmm. So you kind of got to put the
0: company on your back. So, it, I mean, it is what it is. Moving on to the place Mercedes is from, where the big dogs play for now. For now. <laughs> for now. We'll move on to WWE. And hit some of the some of the small things as we build up to the big thing that we need to address. So, Bobby's reinstated. No, no, uh, no thanks to anyone less than MVP. He's been seen talking to the other guys, you know, Shelton and 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 Cedric. were just in the tag team turmoil. Bobby hasn't quite eased up to him, but her business might be getting back together.
1: What do we think? Man? Oh man, I'm I want it. I want it to happen. They Let's they should right. They should have never took it away in the first place, man. Mm-hmm. And you know, with a certain somebody in the creative chair, he starts to see the error mm-hmm. of other mm-hmm. ways. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I, I I love it, man. I, I want the hurt business back. I want a reason to start wearing my hurt business shirt again. I'm ready for it. I'm ready. I'm ready for it too.
0: Let's do it. Let's do it right. I mean, we were building um um not to dig too much into it, but like a like a black evolution.
1: Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like it was they about to go crazy. Mm-hmm. So I just it, <laughs> it was like it, it was like nation of domination meets it evolution. was like, yes,
0: it was like nation of domination meets evolution. And they were holding all the titles and you just, you just, you blew it up too soon. Mm -hmm. They had so much more to go. And I want Bobby versus Brock at Mania. And Brock coming out with the Black Bloodline would be like (laughs)
1: Like... (laughs) Oh, you mean Bobby coming out with the Black Bloodline?
0: Oh, right. (laughs) Bobby
1: coming out with the Black
0: (laughs) Bloodline would be great, man. You know, all of them backing him up for him to finally win his dream match—the match, the match we have been fantasizing, um, or fantasy booking since like twenty six, since yeah. like two
1: thousand six,
0: since before you guys had tattoos. Like,
1: <laughs> oh man!
0: Like, come on, man! We need
1: this. Uh, I'm ready for it. Make uh, and make it happen before Mania too. Yes,
0: and speaking of tag team turmoil. We got to talk about my boy, Prison Dom. Prison, Prison Dom, Dom had a sit down with Miz, you know, fresh
1: out, mm-hmm. new look. You know what I mean? Killing him. You can't keep... got, that, got that Saints Row do rag.
0: Yes, sir. Yes, sir. <laughs> I said it. I literally said it as soon as I saw it. I was like, look at my boy repping Saints Row. Mm, was... <laughs> and it's even better because I'm currently playing the new Saints Row game. <laughs> so I'm deep in the Saints I have that same bandana. <laughs> oh, my God. It's speak.
1: Oh, man.
0: <laughs> so I was like, yo, look at Don repping Saints Row. So Don came out, you know, all Saints Row with the crew. Came down, had to sit down with the Miz. And was like, man, they was, they was like, this is a safe place. I want to know what happened in there. And Dom goes, you know, and you know it, was, it changes you. You know, I'm locked up in there with some of the most dangerous people in the world. And, you know, he was like, they was like, tell me your story, Dom. And Dom goes. <laughs> the Dementos. Dog goes, I was asleep on the top bunk. No, no.
1: Can't even get this story
0: out. And I heard my celly talk about, about you know, I'm going a, I'm to a, I'm a slap this guy up. You know what I'm saying? I'm going to punch his face in. So Dom hears this, jumps down,
1: slaps him. Do we got a problem? And that was the end of that. <laughs> Don't be a menace to South Central. Do we have a hey, problem?
0: problem. Mm-hmm. It was, that's very interesting. <laughs> but from what I heard, <laughs> You were in the you might have been in jail for like three hours.
1: <laughs> hey, th- those were a rough three hours before Priest and Yo. Finn got there, man. All right. Do you know how long that drive is for Finn and Priest? He was like, you were barely in. He was like, what are you going to say next?
0: You lie. The, the mentors. <laughs> and they, they, they stood up and they, they was about to jump my man. He's about to get these hands. And then uh, I, forget, I forget who saved him. But, um, <laughs> Dom is hilarious. But later on that night in a tag team tournament match, just to wrap this point up, Finn gets hurt. They've made it all the way through the gauntlet. It is them and the Street Profits. And Finn is out, Finn get hurt, and they're like, you got to forfeit if Finn can't compete.
1: Mm -hmm.
0: And then Dom starts going, "Oh no, 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 don't forfeit. I can do it. And then they start looking. (laughs) It's so funny because even they knew Mm -hmm. Dom ain't spent that much time in jail. So it is so it's funny because he can act hard, but they all know the truth. Yeah. Just like we all know the truth.
1: The mentors.
0: He not as tough as he see. So, so they're kind of like trying to get Finn to come back and Finn can't do it. But Dom ends up getting the job done. So now it's gonna be the judgment day. It's, which I'm assuming is going to be Dom and Damian Priest against the Usos. What are the odds that these guys might win this? Because it's not for the unified. It's for the raw tag team championships. What are the odds,
1: Ray? You know what? You might have just changed my mind and not even realized it. Yeah. Because of what you just said. It's for the raw tag team titles. The raw tag team. Not the, not both, not the unified. Had you said the unified tag titles, I would have said it's, it's, it's going to be the bloodline. Easy. Clean cut. Easy. Now for the raw tag team titles. Mm. And not only that, heels. Mm-hmm. Heels. Technically, would you say Judgment Day is still under the heel category?
0: It It is because people still hate
1: Dom. Okay. so since Whereas still... there's a little more love for the Usos,
0: but they they are heels.
1: Yeah, they're, they're the heels that are getting cheered, and these guys are just the heels in general. So it's, mm-hmm. it's heel and heels still. So I think when it's heel and heel or face and face, the one that's not the champion is always going to win. That's just that's just my opinion. Majority of the time, the one who's who's not the champion majority of the time is going to win. So with that being said, and it only being for one set of titles, I'm going to give it to the Judgment Day. I'm going to give it to Dom and Priest. I think it's possible. I
0: think this Dom thing is hot as hell. Yeah. It's hot as fish grease. And right now, until <laughs> what? What? Fishgreed? Am I old?
1: Did I? Fish <laughs> no, it's not. It's not that you're old, but what, what, That was. Right. I like that. I like okay. that. Well,
0: it's they're 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 on fire. So, what? Until they start this Dom and Ray WrestleMania story, them holding the titles, at least until Finn can transition back into the holder. Hmm. I feel like it's a great place to go because you can't get any higher than that other than having the best storyline on the show.
1: You know what I'm saying?
0: So I I, I dig it. I think think they should win. I don't know how they're going to pull it off because Dom isn't exactly ready. Not ready, but like... He's still learning. He's still learning. He's not in a character place where he would beat the Usos. Yeah. Damien might be, but mm-hmm. not Dom.
1: Well, I think that's how it's gonna play out too. I think it's gonna be priest doing most of the heavy lifting mm. naturally. And then Dom's just gonna kind of like stumble his way into the pin and be the one to win it.
0: He'll take it home, but Damien will do most of the work.
1: Yeah, yeah. And it's not gonna be like in a way where everyone in the judgment day gets mad. Mm-hmm. It's gonna be in the way of our boy did it. Look at you. You yes, got the, yes, you, got the pin. you 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 sealed it.
0: Real DIY stuff. Mm-hmm. All right. So Don potentially world tag team champion of Raw on Raw. I, 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 like it. Mind it. Yeah. I like it. Let's talk about the almost conclusion of this Bray Wyatt thing. I was listening to Bray's. Promo on SmackDown, no LA night. And thank God, and Mm -hmm. (laughs) so much better on his own. And there was kind of a full circle moment. And I think what we all would want to happen just happened, if I'm correct. Bray basically had a promo saying, Rocking in the old chair, single spotlight. A lot of the times, the problem is that we run away from who we are. I'm done running from who I am. I know who I am now. I am the eater of worlds. I am Uncle Howdy. I am Bray Wyatt. And he finishes with um at the Royal Rumble, LA Night, the best thing you can do is run. And then you heard that old Bray Wyatt uh um scene cut that like jump scare. Yeah. yeah. Yes. And it looks like we are centered into. Bray Wyatt, the Eater of Worlds, and maybe Uncle Howdy will be another evolving persona, like the demon. Mm-hmm. Fine, who cares?
1: Mm-hmm. As
0: long as we stick to the Eater of Worlds. Yeah, that's we... the Bray Wyatt we wanted from the jump. Yeah, I don't want no more than that. if he brings out the fiend or Uncle Howdy as a superpower, as mm-hmm. like a as like a demon for Finn Balor cool man whatever gets it done but as long as the base we're staying with is Is the eater of worlds yeah the eater of worlds let's let all these different characters be different worlds yes you know what i mean have the mind have the mind games come from like multiverses or something Mm -hmm. fine as long as the base is the eater of worlds because all this other stuff is too confusing
1: yeah it is it is and it I'm pretty sure we said like we're we're interested in it, we're going to see where it goes. It is kind of getting I don't want to say hard to keep track of, but it's just getting a little like difficult to pay attention to. Yes. Like with with everything that's going on with the new Bray character. And it's not all bad, mm-hmm. but it sometimes if it ain't broke don't fix it.
0: It's it's just the original to He's trying too hard.
1: Yeah the the storytelling. He's a good storyteller, but it's kind of like, like we just mentioned with the Bucks, too much of something dilutes it. Yes. So too much flippy spinny stuff is going to dilute your wrestling. Too All much right. storytelling is going to dilute us being interested in it. Exactly. So I'm hoping
0: that gives me a lot more assurance for the blackout match. I still don't know what it's going to be. Me neither. I'm hoping but... they can find a good way to do your theory about the whole place is dark and we just got one spotlight. Mm-hmm. If they can find a way to make it entertaining, yeah, let's just do that. <laughs> you know yeah, I, mean?
1: I, I feel like it's going to be kind of like how he used to wrestle as the fiend mm-hmm. when it's all black and it was just the one red light. Mm. I think it's gonna be the same concept, except the lights not gonna be red. The lights probably gonna be purple, mm. because the blackout logo is or the pitch black logo, whatever it is, is um black and purple. Oh it's right, it's like, like sponsored by somebody. Yeah, it's like black, purple, and yellow or something. It, the, whatever that Mountain Dew flavor is, I haven't tried it yet, but right. I think it's gonna be purple. The, the okay. spotlight's gonna be purple. I would like it to have a different feel than than the regular Fiend match, make it a no DQ match. Make it I like just, an rules. Yeah,
0: I'm, I'm cool with this. I would love for there to be very minimal storytelling,
1: mm-hmm. but it
0: to be very impactful. Like, yeah. if y'all have a no DQ match, and let's black out the whole arena, let's give one big spotlight to the ring. Mm-hmm. Bray dips out of the ring. You don't know what he's doing. He comes back in with a weapon oh, snap, what is that? It's a whatever. Let's do the whole match in the ring with the blackout around so you don't know what's around. You don't mm-hmm. know what who's grabbing what, and that's the surprise until you get to the end. Yeah. And then I'm fine with LA Knight somehow winning because out of the shadows, because the whole place is blacked out, comes Bo as Uncle Howdy, and yeah. you realize... Bray Wyatt is Bray Wyatt, but Uncle Howdy is actually somebody else. Yeah. And it's Bo. And I'm cool with that. Because Mm -hmm. then it's like, okay, we incorporated the story, but we didn't make it this whole big thing. Yeah. We had an actual match. Mm -hmm. I would love for that to be the ideal way to do it, but as long as it's entertaining, let's figure it out. pretty much. Now, leaving the Bray thing, because I didn't even know we were going to spend that much time on it we're secretly passionate about some things mm-hmm. I wanted to get to mysterio and cross real quick because yeah. they're starting to pull the trigger on it mm-hmm. and I like cross's approach it's very aggressive
1: yeah um, it's, it's 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 very cro- it's very it's nXt carrying cross
0: very but
1: Ray's got balls man Mm-hmm. That's know, right. he, ain't,
0: he ain't no, he ain't no, you know what I mean, yeah. He ain't soft out here. Yeah, my, <laughs> so, my
1: yeah, my, my mama ain't raised no bitch. Ray know what he doing. Right. We can curse on this. <laughs> you're right, you're right. We we curse. We curse.
0: But Cross, um, Cross basically said he was a terrible father. And and <laughs> many more aggressive words than that. And Ray and Ray started whooping on him. And I love that they're able to carry this so far like it's so the right i don't know who the new writing team is but i am so into this i'm just you know things mm-hmm. are doing with this thing it carries on so many different levels yeah it's a definition they can somehow be on two separate brands and have one two and three storylines going on all at the same time defining their characters on different shows Mm -hmm. the focal point of dominic is still the ray thing even though he's in this whole storyline as being part of the judgment day just like ray is really still attached to this dom thing even though he's in a whole thing with carrion cross it still defines ray's character and at the same time they're still interacting in real life moments where families were interact. This is brilliant. You know, I mean, the degrees of
1: technicality on this thing are amazing. They're going to make DVDs about this. Look, you know, when this that was a doc, you know, when that was most prominent in WWE, mm. when, they, when they were able to have two people on separate brands, but still keep a story alive between them. When was that? 2004 to 2007 in that ballpark, 2004 to 2007. Who right now is in charge of creative that was on the because roster H, between H, yeah. 2004 and 2007? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Because I mean, look, you when when the Survivor Series teams would go back and forth with each other, mm-hmm. you still had the Survivor Series teams feuding, but you also had those captains and their own feuds on their yes. own shows. Yes, and then when you had when you had the um the Kurt and Sean thing.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Raw and SmackDown had their own thing going, but they were still feuding with each other. Goldberg and Brock, yes. two, two separate shows, one was SmackDown, one was Raw, still had their own thing going, and they still managed to feud with each other. When did it all end for all these feuds for the most part? Either Survivor Series or Mania. What are we close up on right now? Mm-hmm. Mania. I, I think, it, it's I think really this jump. is... I think this is a Triple H thing. Absolutely. absolutely.
0: My man is so good at storytelling. Mm-hmm. I love it. I love every bit of this. This is going to be so great. I'm so ready for them to finally clash. It's got to yeah. be at the Rumble. It's got to be in the Rumble,
1: right? Yeah, I, w- I would think it's, it's going to be in the, the Rumble, Rumble match. It's got to
0: be a thing. And we're going to go crazy for it. Yeah. So that'll be dope. Um. All right. So we got through Wade. We got through Dom. We got through Karrion Cross. Let's see, what we got left? Oh, Sonya's getting a real chance. Yeah, right? They're really taking a chance on Sonya and Charlotte. I mean, mm-hmm. you think it's a one-off because most things with Sonya DeVille are a one-off. But she came, she had this thing with Adam Pearce and I was like, oh, they're reverting back to Adam Pearce and Sonya DeVille in this kind of management thing. Mm-hmm. But she ends up getting in like a a kayfabe brawl in the backstage with Charlotte. Hmm. Which means they're doing this more than once. This is going to be the thing now. This is going to be the thing leading to the Rumble. Charlotte mm-hmm. Flair and Sonya Deville. Which means they're actually going to get time. Like she's going to get a real shot. Yeah. Going to get a real spotlight with the best women on the best woman on the roster for the world title.
1: And you know what? I'm not mad. No. Raising it's, stock. I mean, it's yeah. a good time. It's it's somebody different for Charlotte. Mm-hmm. Sonia's never really had a chance to go. Anytime she did, it, it's been like for you know four or five minutes. Yep. But she, they're actually giving her a good feud They're giving they're giving her something to sink her teeth into and tell a story with. And Charlotte is the best. You just said the best person on the roster by miles. Mm-hmm. Nobody comes close. Mm-hmm. So, hell yeah, I'm here for it. Give Sonya a chance. Let's see what Sonya can do when she's actually in a feud and doing something.
0: Yeah, I feel like it's about time she got, like, a really good crack at. Let's see where on the totem pole you can be. Mm-hmm. Can you hang with the big dogs? Are you more of a main eventer? Are you, should you be where you are? Should you be getting these minutes that you're getting? Should we be investing more into Sonya Deville? Because mm-hmm. we've never actually figured it out. Yeah. You know what I'm saying, and that's one of those people that just constantly get passed over. She was going to be in a Tamina spot, yeah, pretty soon, and she's clawing her way out of this. But hopefully, Tamina can come back at some point. But that's a whole other thing. Sonia is getting a shot, yeah, and I'm happy to see it. I'm sure she's going to lose, but nah, more I'm sure money. I'm sure they get more than ten minutes, yeah. I'm I'm saying
1: solid 15. You know what? Yeah, why so not? Give Let's, or take a minute. It, it's the solid Rumble. It, it, it's the Rumble. The Rumble usually is a long pay-per-view anyway. So, yeah, why not? Give them and 15. If, and
0: if anybody can get Sonya over, it's got to be Charlotte. If anybody can do it. If anyone can do it, yeah. So... Give her a solid 15. Let them finish, let them figure it out, man.
1: Mm-hmm. You know, I, I mean,
0: agree. If she, if she pops, she pops. But the fact that they're giving her the chance is, is probably the biggest thing. And she's like super LGBTQ. You'd have thought they'd have given her a fair shake by now. It's kind of weird. I saw it as marketing strategy, but it
1: is, you know. Yeah. Hey, I mean, if you're about making money, this is probably one of them things you can use to make money in a certain category. Right. So before we finish,
0: the last thing we got to talk about is the slight new ripple in Sami Zayn's dynamic. Every week it changes, and this week was going to be big because he was going one-on-one with Kevin Owens.
1: Yeah.
0: This was going to be the redeem match. In a lot of ways, I thought it was going to be, is he with Kevin? Is he not with Kevin? This is the defining moment. hmm It won't blow up right now. But this will be when something, you know, triggers or clicks. Something clicks.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And you can kind of get a direction of where they're going. But they're having the match legitimately. And Sammy's picking it up. And he's about to take it home. Kevin's getting up in one corner. Sam is in the other corner. We know how this goes. Haluva kick one, two, three. Mm-hmm and the usos came in and jumped kevin owens and then solo came in and jumped kevin owens and sammy was just kind of like what What the the hell hell? and he just kind of stands by as they just lay kevin out and he just he don't look too happy about it and We know from the past, from him and Jay trying to get along, he don't like it when you don't let him do his job. Mm -hmm. It makes him feel like you don't believe in him. It makes him feel like you think he can't get the job done. So what is Sammy to think now that he finally stepped up and fought Kevin Owens for the bloodline, had him in the palm of his hands, And they uh, just didn't let him take care of business.
1: You know what I do if I'm Sammy? I go straight to Roman. Mm. Was that you who told them to do it? Or did they act out of impulse? Mm. Don't That's go. Through, don't go through Jay. Don't go through Jimmy. That's don't. True. I would. I would. I would show. I got balls. I'd go right past them. I'd go right past the wise man. Mm.
0: Is I'd that go, the new dynamic?
1: Sammy's go now got an issue with Roman. I would go to that. Not, not. Not so much an issue, but I would just go straight to Roman, and ask who who's responsible for this. Mm-hmm. Was it? Did you tell them to do it? Or did they just do it themselves? Mm-hmm. If you told them to do it, I trust you as the tribal chief. But if they did it on their own, then I have an issue with them. Right, that's a problem.
0: So it's 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 crazy because I didn't think like I you did. You said you said it might not be, but I believe it could be. I believe it could be a Sammy issue. Like if if Roman did call it. Is Sammy going to back down or is Sammy going to be a little butthurt that you thought he couldn't get the job done? Like, he already lost once. So now, Roman, it might be a thing of, like, is this because they cheer for me? Is it, like, this could could cause a domino effect? It's a slippery slope we're living on. So I guess it does come down to who made the call. Because if it's them, then that's one thing. But if it's Roman, it seems we're going back down from being punked out of handling business that easy. Is he just going to stand by and let the tribal chief think he weak? And I'm saying, is he going to stand for that, or it just makes another dynamic? You no, know Kevin.
1: It could it could it could go any which way now? We don't we don't know what's going on with the tribal chief and with Sammy, what their dynamic is. But I know if I'm Sammy, I gotta say something because I didn't like what just happened. And this ain't the first time that it's happened.
0: Right. Laying out my man's. And it's not the first time it happened. So they're gonna have to get down to the bottom of it. But do you think do you think this ends at the Royal Rumble? Like that's it for Kevin and or does it
1: blow up at the rumble? Is the whole Sammy and Kevin thing at the Rumble? I think the culmination is going to be at the Rumble with Kevin and Roman, but I think there's going to be a whole nother issue arising within mm-hmm. the bloodline post Rumble. Gotcha. Okay. We'll have to stand by to
0: see. Well, the biggest storyline, we've wrapped everything else up. The biggest storyline in wrestling is somehow still
1: Vince McMahon oh god how does how did old Yeller manage to come back from the grave? Yeah, man. I, apparently with a whole bunch of money. <laughs> all right, so I'm gonna try to break this down as simple as I can and as quick as I can and cover all the bases mm-hmm. So first things first, there were rumors that said Vince was gonna come back. he it wasn't fully official yet, but the rumor mill was swirling that Vince might be trying to push his way into a place of power again. Then the next news that drops, Stephanie McMahon resigns from the co-CEO position. And now Nick Khan is the sole CEO. Then the next news that breaks, Vince McMahon is now the chairman again. And still Nick Khan is the sole CEO. Then the next rumor that drops is that WWE is potentially being sold. Then the next thing to drop after that is that it is sold to the Saudi Arabian private investment firm and the company's going private. Hold on, hold on. Then the next news drops that the sale rumors are false. It hasn't been sold yet, but it still could potentially be sold to other suitors. So now there's a laundry list of companies that are coming out left and right. That are, that could be potential buyers for this. Mm -hmm. It could, it could be the Saudi Arabian private investment firm. It could be Amazon. It could be NBC. It could be Fox. It could be Disney. It could be hell. At this point they're saying Tony Khan is interested in merging with them. There is just, it could be us buying WWE. You never know. know. It know. could it it could be the wrestling fanatics that are gonna buy, it. you know. You could see me, Stevie, D the Toy Hunter, Fritzy. You could see us all chipping in and buying the WWE at this rate.
0: Could happen, man.
1: So I'm just with all this stuff that's been happening the past week, the past mm-hmm. two weeks. I'm really I'm not saying this often. I'm scared. Yeah, I, I am scared for the rustling landscape. I have discussed this.
0: At length over the week, as mm-hmm. these things have been unraveling. And I feel like we should circle back and possibly have and I disagree about um, a very interesting topic that you brought up, Duke about whether that means a w one or not and where i stand on that well I feel like that could be a great i disagree episode but i will say this for now it would be disappointing if and we talked about this last pod if the wwe was no longer under the mcmahon's because in a way and It definitively definitively is the end of an era. Yes, 150%. And I don't know, depending on the company that inherits it, whether the legacy will be as strong. Because depending on where it goes, instantly the value in the company dissolves like thin air
1: yeah to me
0: to me in my personal opinion and it becomes it's it becomes it's it's bigger than us like it's bigger than tv it's bigger than politics it's Mm -hmm. the biggest wrestling company in the world basically downgrading and no longer being everything that it is like it's it's there's no real way to describe it that i feel like makes
1: makes i feel like i feel like a a, an example would be if it was the ufc without dana white Mm. i think that would be a good way to put it because without dana white there's no ufc right And as much as it pains me to say, without a McMahon, Mm -hmm. because we can have a WWE without Vince. Vince built the empire. Sure, Vince did phenomenal things throughout the 80s, the 90s, the 2000s, the 2010s. Vince did phenomenal things. There's no denying that. Mm -hmm. But in today's wrestling, Vince is behind the eight ball. Vince is like, there's no way. Like we can't. We don't need you. Right, For the last, you know, eight years, your stuff hasn't really been that great. But with Steph now at Hunter, when they were literally with Steph, Hunter and Nick Khan. Wrestling in the WWE has been the best that it's been. Mm-hmm. Fans have been a lot more happy with the stuff that's been on TV. The merch has been selling. It's been talent's been never been happier. hmm. There's been talent now saying that with Vince back, they might not want to be here because mm-hmm. they're scared of what's going to happen. We we know what Vince does. We know how Vince is. He will fire sale half the company, half the roster. All them people we just seen come back, Tegan Knox, Bronson Reed, Johnny Gargano, mm-hmm. everybody we just seen come back, they're all going to be gone. Mm-hmm. And if they get sold, Let's say they sell it to the Saudi Arabian group, um, like they're saying, the, the private investment fund. Your women's division is going to be shit. Because we already know how women are treated over there. So your women's division is not going to shine. Your Some of your people that are the best on the roster right now are not going to be treated that great. Sami Zayn. You're is, losing Sami Zayn. You're losing Sammy. So you're, you're going to say that same has Sam gone. You're going to lose Kevin. Yeah. You're probably going to lose some of the people. I, I know Johnny, whoever doesn't
0: team. go there overseas.
1: You get lost that. Yeah. They're Johnny's gone. Johnny's going to be one of those people that go. And then not only that, look at your people that you have right now mm-hmm. that are either married or in a relationship with the female talent. You're probably going to lose Bianca because Bianca ain't standing for that. Mm. You lose Bianca, you're losing Montez Ford. You lose Montez Ford, you're losing Angelo Dawkins. You're losing some of the best people that you have right now. And I it, it's just a shame because
0: I was thinking about this in terms of, well, even in a bigger scope of things in the wrestling world, the WWE title is no longer the greatest title in the world. Like in wrestling today, If they go to the Saudis, guess what? The most important title in in wrestling is no longer the world title. Exactly. And then I started to break down where that title would be in the grand scheme of things. And it's almost sad. Like, (laughs) because it would it would take things into such a perspective because I started to break down the lineage and who's held what title and what title has been around longer and what means more. And I was like, well, consider the NWA title being the most important title in wrestling. If that title goes away, because that's the longest reigning world title. And that's, probably the second most prestigious title in wrestling. So a a show that's not even on cable television now is the most prestigious title in the world. How does that change things? Exactly. What does that mean for wrestling? You know what I mean? Like wrestling, the dynamic of the ladder of wrestling crumbles instantly.
1: I, I, I think... There's probably maybe one good thing that comes out of Saudi Arabia buying the WWE. The only good thing that will come from that is that you will have unlimited money. Mm. You can sign anybody in the world. Look at what the well, look at what the Saudi Arabian soccer league just did. They just got Cristiano Ronaldo for a ridiculous amount of money, like three hundred million dollars. So you could essentially go to any wrestler in the world and hand them a blank check yeah sure that sounds fine and dandy and all but how many people are going to want to do that like Ethically, there's yeah. there's certain people in the wrestling world that you can't buy them with just the money absolutely like sure you can hand a blank check i'll say honestly this is me personally i'll say kenny omega i think if wwe was to get sold to the Saudi Arabian group and they hand Kenny Omega a blank check and say, whatever you want, we want to have you. I think Kenny says no. I think Will Ospreay says no. Give, give, I think, you know, if with all this stuff going on, there's just certain people that are really, really talented. I think they would say no. But if Stephanie was at the helm still and Hunter was still at the helm and everything was still as it is, I think if they were to hand Kenny Omega that blank check, Kenny would consider it. Kenny would be like, "You know what? That blank check looks really good. I can make Roman money. I can make more than Roman." Sure, I'll sign my soul and go to WWE. But mm-hmm. when you do it through Saudi Arabia and the history that they have over there, I don't think you do it. And then you lose the American fan base right there. And then <laughs> you're going to lose the
0: fantasy book in Kenny Omega. There's you're going to so lo-
1: you're going to lose your American fan base, which mm-hmm. Is the biggest fan base for WWE, yeah, yeah, and, and there's only n- the mandatory
0: people at the shows will be at the shows and- because it's, it's, it's going to be, be in Saudi so Arabia, weird. it's, it's gonna gonna be be so they're, weird.
1: They're, they're going to use it as tourism for Saudi, like they always do, and then it's not even going to be you
0: know, you just never know what's going to change, yeah. Now, I was trusting NBC and I was trusting Fox or Disney through Fox because. Fox is the home of sports so if Fox adapts wrestling, I'm pretty sure there might be some tweaks to make it seem more professional Mm. but Fox ain't gonna do much
1: you know what I'm saying?
0: They just want things to run smoothly.
1: Yeah. And And I'm sure
0: Fox Fox got so much, Disney got so much to do, I'm sure they would be like, who's the best people to put in charge? We're gonna put them in charge and let this thing run because even Vince and Hunter and them have said the engine runs so efficiently that it it it's you can kind of leave it alone. Mm-hmm. The only things to change are the things we change. Yeah. This is a fine-tuned machine here.
1: Yeah, and like and like I just said earlier, the past year has been some of the best stuff with Vince being out. So Vince has been out what uh he was here for Mania. He was out by like what June? Mm-hmm. So from June on literally the second half of the year, they didn't miss. It was banger one after time. banger after banger. Yeah. They, they literally ran like no stopping in that wheel. The wheel just kept spinning, and we were all along for the ride.
0: So I trust Fox. I trust Peacock. I trust or NBC. I trust NBC because they've they already had the network. They're clearly invested, mm-hmm. and they're going to want what's best for the business, which is just putting it back
1: how it was. I, so think only, I think the only I think the only main that. company that I wouldn't trust is maybe Amazon. Yeah, I'm not entirely Amaz- sure what Am- Amazon would do with that. A- Amazon messed up I mean, Thursday Night Football. Yes, they they would can't do put WWE it
0: on, <laughs> on Prime Video or something. But uh,
1: don't don't even do that. You messed up Thursday Night Football. You can't even do W. You can't do. You can't handle WWE. I just can't don't even know handle what it does, Thursdays. Really.
0: And God, I hope Tony Khan is right <laughs>
1: because then he'll really win. No, well, no, no, no. It's if not to- about
0: that, and we'll talk about that on the "I Disagree" episode. Well, I no, don't if, know if, if we're gonna if, get mediated,
1: but if Tony buys it, he wins.
0: But that's the only argument. I, we're not gonna get into it because this is
1: this is better. Yeah, I, yeah, yeah, yeah. But
0: it's gonna suck if Tony wins, for the sheer fact that Tony don't even know how to run his completely. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, uh huh. Tony could turn out to be an amazing, you know, wrestling boss or whatever you want to call it. I know CEO, but he's got so many glaring growing pains. To trust him with the biggest company in the world.
1: Look, I just, I just like the ruffle feathers. That's all. You know, I just, I just like to ruffle your feathers a little bit.
0: I just don't. I just want to know if he's. if he's Vince Russo, Eric Bischoff, or Cornette. or Cornett. who's like a who's like a really good booker? Um Paulie. Somebody I really trust. Paulie. Even though hopefully not under the same working conditions. Yeah. <laughs> but, or or with the same but like a Paul, with the same money. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Same we money. We don't know issues. if this guy's Booker T or if he's Vince Russo, man. We have no idea the potential of this guy. So
1: so until well, we figure I, it out... I don't think anybody's... that, that That's a whole nother topic. I don't think anybody's Russo.
0: He's posing as Eric Bischoff, but he could be Vince Russo. You have no clue yet. That's not enough sure. issues have happened. But there's been enough issues to question
1: it. Just over so, no brawl for all.
0: Yeah, until we know where on the spectrum he lands, to trust him with the apex of wrestling is like... It's just too much. And the guy's already trying to get our back off on the ground, and that's not going completely well we'll get into it another time but i just hope it's not tony so mm-hmm. i bet it's fox or or NBC because those are the only ones i would trust but yeah. i guess for vince at the end of the day it all depends on who has the bag but i want to bring up an interesting alternative to end on yep i woke up i have a very good another one of my best friends is an avid wrestling fan mm-hmm uh, for the people that don't know and i had this epiphany as i woke up the other day and i messaged her and i said you know what if vince is only selling the company because it ended up being true that they could find it better than them no like uh, really no no way it, really it, think really think about this
1: oh uh, if he really don't... think
0: about really think about this what if vince was sick to his stomach at home. Not doing anything. Wanting to work. Wanting to do something. Wanting to matter. Wanting to have the power he had again. And he's seeing these people. Or his sons. The people he almost kicked completely out of the company. um, Doing all the things they said he couldn't do. And him being ultimately wrong. And him writing a letter wanting to come back. And them being like, yeah, not with a 10-foot pole. <laughs> and so he just got mad petty and was like, well, if I can't have it, nobody can. I'm selling it. We're not gonna keep it in the family if I'm not the head of the family. You know what? If really he- think because he's that kind of petty. He fires people who smile at him and sneeze wrong.
1: Dude, you know what? If Vince did that just to be that damn petty, I will lose all amounts of respect for him, and it's not even a question. Like, I my respect is already at a low for him because of the shit he's done. I will have the only respect I will have for them is is that he made WWE as big as it is. But other than that, I as a human being, like, I wouldn't. That's that's just bro. Don't I just, get me. Don't get mad because your kids can run it better than you now.
0: I just, I don't know. I had the epiphany and I thought about it. And I'm like, in the realm of things that Vince has done and been accused of, it's not an impossibility that he just had enough of losing one day and was like, they can't run it better than me if they're not in charge. Realistically speaking, I'm not canceled. We found out canceled isn't a thing. I'm still a major shareholder. And you know what? I don't want him running it if I can't run it. So he got up and was like, I'm doing whatever I want, whether y'all like it or not, because I hold majority shares. And I'm doing what's best for the shareholders because I own a majority of the shares. And I'm going to sell it. Because remember, nobody was involved in anything but working with him mm-hmm. on, on, as like a, 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 a consultant or something, like yeah. on a collaborative effort. And he didn't want that. That was all they were willing to do. They didn't, mm-hmm. they wanted nothing to do with them. And he strong on his way back in, back to chairman, brought in his guys Stephanie left and and took it a step further to to um announce retirement, but mm-hmm. so she's really never coming back. Like you don't say, "I'll take it a step further," unless you' a little pissed off. And that's just my opinion. So to say, "I'll take it," a st- I'm gonna take it a step further and retire. Is like. I want nothing to do
1: with this. And, and I am I just, I'm just hoping that I'm hoping it all works out for the best. I'm hoping we still get to have Nick at the helm who we were on the fence about in the beginning, but actually turned out to be one of the better people. The dude can market his ass off. So I'm hoping we keep Nick. I'm hoping we keep Hunter. Steph, I, I honestly wish she would come back, but if she doesn't, I'm just hoping we still keep those two in some capacity.
0: I lose all hope if Triple H leaves. Yeah, Triple I... H leaving, to me, is AJ leaving Impact. Yeah. Like, all oh, the heart and soul is gone. Mm-hmm. This whole thing is going to fall apart. So, if Hunter leaves, it's a wrap. Mm-hmm. If Hunter is demoted, it's a wrap. Yeah. Because I believe... Hunter will leave if he needs to, and if he gets demoted, that means he's going along with some stuff he don't agree with. Yeah. So either way, best defeat to me. Hmm. So I'm keeping an eye on what Triple H's position is, because it's clear that Steph was objective, and I think I think Hunter's objective as well. But he's I don't know if it's loyalty to his kids. Because these are his babies, a lot of them.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Or if he's just trying to give Vince the benefit of the doubt. But I'm I'm waiting to see what Triple H does to see where things are headed. And they said this thing isn't, if something's going to be done, it's not going to be done for at least the next six months. So we're jumping the gun.
1: You know yeah. what I mean?
0: Let's just see how it shakes out i agree but we do have to do uh and i disagree now because there's so much to talk about about the tony khan thing yeah i just we'd be here for another hour
1: yeah Um, we definitely would be
0: so let's get to the shout outs Uh, i will take them because i'm not freestyling this time i have okay okay so my figure four for this week uh first and foremost as always Doghouse gaming for all your retro gaming needs today, especially because uh, I found I found my new game. My new uh PS2 thing. I'm gonna be on I'm gonna be on Street Volume 2. It's gonna be my new I'm sticking to that game for yeah, NBA life. Street. NBA Street Volume 2. Okay. Special so, delivery. So that's going to be my zone for a minute. And I had to, I it wouldn't be possible without doghouse gaming. So doghouse gaming for all your retro gaming needs. Next, I have, what's the status on IG? I had to thank them again because today I also on the PS5. Yes, I game too much. Um, I'm hoping to start a Twitch, but I was going through my, my 2K and I have, don't ask me why, but I have three different 2K (laughs) 22s that I'm running simultaneously through the PS4 and the PS5. And I was making a stat, I was making another one that was all retro people and alternative attires because what's the status? along with some other people has been going crazy with alternate attires that are actually created people that they fix to be alternate attires when you download them. And I think that's insane and incredibly mm-hmm. innovative. So I'm going to make a whole universe out of that. So I have to think what's the status. Cause without what's the status, this wouldn't be possible. Number three, I want to shout out and make sure I get this right. Uh, Dirt sheet radio. Yeah, is the first one I'm shouting out from Facebook, but we get a lot of stuff from Dirt Sheet News, Radio. Mm-hmm. Um, so if you're still on Facebook, I don't know what the kids are on these days. Go follow Dirt Sheet Radio because they're just a great source of news. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And it's better than getting your stuff from, um, who's that guy we were talking about that was on the Elite so much Meltzer. Meltzer? I trust I trust Dirt Dave more than I trust Uncle Dave. So. Dirt Sheet Radio and number four. I want to thank the twenty three hundred arena because I went back and realized they follow the website IG. So, hey shout out to the twenty three hundred. I'm there all the time. Makes mm-hmm. sense. Yeah, you know, we gotta start getting t shirts when we mm-hmm. go, so that the guys that always see us, besides Alex Kane, my boy, uh, will recognize us. Yeah, you know I want to be. <laughs> This is terrible, but at all the MLW shows, there is a girl that sits in the same seat, and this is gonna sound wrong, but it's absolutely true. So don't get mad at me. There's a girl that sits in the middle row, um, all the way on the wall where we sat for ROH. Mm-hmm. She sits middle row, front row, with like a glittery bra. And like a clear, like enormous size thing that I'm not going to say on air. So Is she going sits on there every single, I can, I don't know. I'll be we're going well. We're, we're, we're in a fluid motion. I'll be. Hitting. But, well, that's why I'm being, but, you know, it, it, she sits there in the front row, middle row, every time, straight in camera shot and you know her at every show because that's her thing at every show mm-hmm. consistently and we go to so many of these philly mlw shows and we sit so close to the front row every time if we had a t-shirt i mean if you, i ain't going i ain't going i ain't gonna hold y'all i haven't i haven't been able to put out the vlog because was a lot of cursing at the mlw stuff and i kind of want to make sure that the vlogs are not as much cursing but we had a lot of camera time for the for the for the next few months of MLW Philly taping, so we're like directly in camera. And if we had a t shirt that said "Dangerous Japers Podcast,"
1: it might be something that's weird, in the works. We might be. Yeah, I mean, we we I mean, so we might have something. We might have something in the works. You never we know. Might, we
0: might have to do something. But shout out to the twenty
1: three hundred arena for following us on IG,
0: and um, yeah, that's my shout outs.
1: All right, so I'm gonna improvise my shout outs a little bit now because I like something you did in yours, so I'm gonna do it in mine. First things first, I'm gonna shout out the Funko Friends podcast, they show us mad love all the time. I'm gonna show them love. They just recently had one of the top pop YouTubers on their show, and this week they had somebody else that's pretty big. They had one of the characters from Naruto. One of the guys who voices one of the characters, uh, Tom Gibbies. I think that's how you say his name. Okay. They just had him on the show recently. It was a great show. You need to go check it out if you haven't already. You can find it on YouTube, on the Johnny Funko YouTube channel. Next, I want to shout out another wrestling source because I trust this guy, surprisingly, more than I trust Dave Meltzer. Mm -hmm. You know who it is, so I'm going to shout him out. Ariel Hawani. Oh, yeah, yeah. I don't know what it is lately. He's been on the ball with some of his wrestling stuff. Mm. I think he's taken a step back from the UFC world and then started jumping into the world of wrestling. But he's been on the ball with a lot of his wrestling analysis lately. So if you guys follow Ariel Hawani, you know who he is. If you don't know who he is, check him out, too, because he's been saying some pretty true things when it comes to wrestling. Next up, I'm going to shout out the Let's Rumble podcast, another wrestling podcast. Always show us love on Instagram. So if you guys want to check them out as well, you can definitely go check them out. And the last person I'm going to shout out is actually a family member of a wrestling, former wrestling superstar, because they did something pretty amazing. Juliana Angle. Mm. Because I don't know if you heard about this or if you haven't heard about it, but Kurt Angle almost died. He almost drowned in a jet ski accident in Tampa. Holy crap. And his Olympic level 11-year-old swimming daughter managed to save him from drowning. Fire. So she deserves a shout out. That's Baby badass. Girl. Baby that girl. Is, that is badass. That was That's in the amazing. wrestling fanatics group chat. We was That's talking amazing. about that. That She's little girl's a hero, a hero man. She, she is a hero. She, she managed to save her pop. So she gets a shout oh out. God. Juliana like, Angle. Oh my God. Like years daughter, old. a true yes. American hero. Mm-hmm. 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 But guys, that is the episode for this week. Like we always say, if you need to find us, you want to get a hold of us. You got something you want to talk to us about that we want on the show. Get at, Get at us on Twitter at dangerous jobber. You can get at us on Instagram, Facebook website.com. you can leave a comment on Spotify I'm pretty sure you can do it on Apple Music too, you can get at us on all these platforms, reach out to us interact with us but that's it for this week make sure you guys stay up, make sure you guys stay blessed, and as always stay, stay dangerous, dangerous. Oh!